Hey, Ignite City. Hey, I wanted to take you through uh, Exodus 28 and 29 as quickly as I can. Um, and the key part for me was the very last few verses of chapter 29. And I'm guessing that if you're in the Bible reading plan, this stood out to you as well. Um, because it's so different than the rest of everything that's being stated. When you look at God giving instructions uh, to Moses to pass on to Aaron and Aaron's sons, who will be the priests for the people of Israel, um, he starts and he explains to him, hey, I want, I want you to wear priestly garments. I want you to wear these certain kind of garments. I want you to wear what's called an ephod. Uh, there's a certain way I want the breast piece to look like. There's a certain robe or a certain kind of robe that I want you to wear, that, all the way down to the turban, uh, what the other priests uh, are supposed to wear. So Aaron's gonna, Aaron um, was going to wear everything that was explained in chapter 28, 1 through 38. And then his sons and the rest of the priests would be wearing these other type of garments. And then there's this instruction of how to consecrate them and what they need to do and sacrifices that have to be uh, made and where blood is supposed to go and all these things. And, and it's the last few verses, like I said, in chapter 29, verses 45 and 46 that stood out to me the most. And here's why. I feel like when I think of other gods um, that are mentioned um, in, the, in the time period of, of Exodus, when the people of Israel are wandering around, it seems like you have to appease these gods. And so sacrifices were made to make them happy, um, to appease them, to keep them from just getting all ticked off and wanting to destroy you, um, but not for proximity, not for close relationship with the God, but just to keep them, to keep that God or that goddess under, uh, not under control, but to make sure that they don't just lose it on you because they just have tempers. But nothing, again, nothing with regards to wanting relationship. But then you look at God, the only true God. You see it in Isaiah. Uh, you see it in chapters, especially 43 to 45. But notice what he says, uh, starting verse 45 of Exodus 29. I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. That's his heart. Everything that he sets in place is because he wants to be with us. So he's talking to the people of Israel. So this is to apply it to them. I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. His desire is to be in proximity with his people. This is not just appeasing and understand, yes, there are sacrifices that God expected. Uh, we see in Hebrews, we see, uh, we see it's, I think it's in Exodus also, but, but especially in Hebrews, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. But ultimately, when we see Jesus come and fulfill the requirement of that, it all of it is connected to God wanting to be in close proximity to us. It's not just about make sure that God's not mad and doesn't and doesn't throw out his wrath. Friends, God threw out his wrath on his son for a purpose. And the purpose of that was that he wanted to be among his people. He wants to be among us, verse 46. And they will know that I am the Lord their God who brought them out of the land of Egypt, watch it, so that I might dwell among them. That's the second time mentioned in two verses. God's desire is to dwell among his people. At the end, this is what he says, I am the Lord their God. I am the Lord. I am uh, the word, Lord would be Yahweh. He's the uh, self-existent one, but the one who desires covenant relationship with his people. God's whole desire in creating humanity is not out of necessity, that God is not needing anything. Uh, he, he being the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the triune God, in no way felt lonely. Uh, they weren't insecure and they just needed more people. God desired to create humanity, created everything to bring himself glory and with humanity desires for us to be in 
close proximity to him. But he sets up everything necessary in order for it to happen. So even the priestly garments, everything that's mentioned in there, all being fulfilled ultimately through Jesus and what it is that he accomplished. And now we are a priesthood of believers, according to 1 Peter. But even you take all of those things, all the sacrifices, all the garments, all the quote unquote, the traditions that had to happen. It wasn't traditions that were set up so that people had a religion to follow. It were it was things that was those were things that God set up in order that he could dwell among his people. It is so different than just having a religion. God desires covenant relationship with his people and then ultimately fulfills and brings about everything. He provides everything and does everything necessary in order to make this complete. When Jesus says it is finished, that means there's no other sacrifices that were necessary. Jesus fulfilled every requirement of the law. Jesus was king, absolutely, and he still is. Jesus came as king, as prophet. He also came as sacrifice and priest. He fulfilled all that was necessary so that God could dwell among his people. Guys, let that sink in. God desires close proximity, in intimacy with us, and for us to experience, and experience intimacy with him. Friends, I hope that's an encouragement. I hope it's a challenge. And then this is something that we need to go out and make sure that we're, we let everyone know as much as we can. God, show us the one that you want us to impact with, the, with this beautiful message of the gospel. Friends, I love you more than you know. We'll talk soon.